The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. So I'm not here to win. I'm here to break the house. I said I'm not here to win. I'm here to break the house. Devil, I'm coming after you. I'm not here to take a little bit. I'm getting everything you got. I'm going to take back the people. I'm going to take back the property. I'm going to change back the laws. I'm going to do everything. I'm breaking the house. Now, if you with me, shout amen. You were never designed to speak anything you didn't want to happen. Some people call it running off at the mouth. Okay. And so what you have to do is understand over in Ephesians, which is the book of warfare, he says in verse chapter four, let no corrupt communication, come on, come out of your mouth. So the mouth got him in trouble. Numbers, in Numbers chapter, um, chapter uh, 13, they came back and they gave what kind of report? Evil. 10 spies gave an evil report. Watch this. And got cut off. That in, over in uh, Numbers chapter 14, verse uh, 28, uh, if you will, in Numbers 14, verse 28, he says this. He said, saying to them, as I truly, truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Isn't that something? You will have what you what? Say. And you got to watch people because I told someone on Wednesday night how I got mixed up with somebody. And you know, they had uh, had some problems there and, and um, they, uh, you know, had some problems at the jobs when I was with IBM. And what I was doing, I was on my way to give a presentation. Now, they were planning on promoting me at that time and they wanted me to come in and give a presentation and, and a part of the presentation for the branch office. So I came and, and I was going to give that presentation. Uh, but I, I messed around and, and met with a friend before the presentation. And when I met with a friend, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33 took over. First um, Corinthians chapter 10, verse 33 says, be not deceived, evil what? Communication, what does it do? It corrupts good manners. And so I didn't know, and I hadn't read the Bible over in uh, Hebrews chapter 13, uh, where it says in verse 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and many thereby be defiled. Now, what does that mean? It says that, hey, watch what you listen to. See, words got a spirit with them. And so as, as, as I'm listening to this, this man talk about how they're mistreating him, that, that, that they're prejudiced and, you know, he was African-American, prejudiced and what they did and, and kind of so forth and so on. All that fruit yeah. I ate of. Yes. And watch this, yep. the seed is in itself. Right. See, the seed is in the fruit. Yes. See, so the seed that was given in him causing all that disturbance came into me. See? And, and next thing you know, it germinated. Mm. 
So I went to the presentation and I got there and my part to present now, and we had to rehearsed all of this. And I started going through it because they had the executives from, from headquarters in IBM. And I'm going through it because they're checking me out because they want to take me on up now. It's time for promotion, you know. And I'm going through it and, and now I'm kind of angry because what he told me. <laughs> and I look at them and I'm kind of angry at saying, and they asked me, well, Bill, what about the, the, the revenues? Of the country? I said, well, that is right there. Can't you see it? I mean, it's right there. They left. My boss came into my office and I'm not going to use the language he used. He said, Bill, I set this up. This set up for your promotion. See, God's trying to promote you, but you can be hung by your tongue. Yeah, somebody pressed a button on you and all of a sudden, now just think about what the news media is doing. Watch this, to a whole group of people. Got them deceived, got them so forth and so on. And I'm telling you right now, you better go back to this book and see what God said about you. Say amen to that. Because people will tell you, I'm going to give you this and I'm going to give you that. And give you. believe me, you don't need any more handouts. Uh, that, now, wait a minute. I got a little dip in the anointing when I said that. Because you look at, that's nothing wrong with welfare, but it's not for you to live on it. It's for you to move to faring well. Say amen to this. Now, I'm only saying that because that's Satan's way of trying to keep people captive. And so when those 10 leaders told them what they wanted to hear, all of them died in the wilderness. Every one of them. Now, that's not your destiny. Your destiny is Canaan. It's the finest of God. Watch this. Don't get your mail forwarded to the wilderness. Forward, forward. Forward your mail all the way to Canaan. Them, them bills coming in, tell them to meet you at Canaan. Leave broke. You know what I mean by that? Just like you leave Chicago, leave broke. All right. Okay. Now, <laughs> how are we doing? Now, some people don't like me to talk like this because, uh, you know, they, they, they're, 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 you know, they, they want to, you know, they, they want to depend, you know, won't, won't, won't just, just beg and so forth. I'm not a beggar and you're not a beggar either, by the way. All right, let's go down to Mark 14 real quick. Mark 14, Mark 4, 14, pardon me. Are y'all with me? So I can sow a seed into my soil. Am I right about that? All right, let's see what the seed is. The sower soweth the what? The word, all right? And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh what? Immediately, and what does he do? Takes away the word that was sown in their heart. Now watch, watch what's happening. So my granddad had a farm, okay, down in in Georgia. And in the summer, my mom and dad would take us and deposit us down there. For, uh, and uh, 
I remember the first time I got down there, they, they, were, they were going outside, no shoes on. I said, where, where are your shoes? So, so we don't wear shoes. So I'm, I'm, a toilet, I'm, I'm feeling free now. I'm going to pull my shoes off. I got mm, man. I don't see how they did it. I never could do it. Okay, but anyway. <clears throat> this thing, it makes you nostalgic. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, so what happened was um, he had a farm. So around the edge of the far farm was a wayside. It's where the tractors go, it's where the cars go, so forth and so on, wagons and so forth. What is it? It's like a road. It's hard. So I can throw seed out there, but some people's hearts are like wayside. <laughs> They've been hurt, been talked about. And I'm just throwing it out there. And they never grow. No fruit. Paul said this, forgetting those things that are behind. Didn't he say that? Folks, every one of us has got something to forget. Look what he says in Luke chapter 17, verse one. And he said unto them, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. It's impossible that offenses will come. <laughs> if you think you're going to bear fruit and the devil not try to offend you, you got another thought coming. He knows if you become fruitful, you're going to produce. <laughs> and if you keep producing, you're going to take what he's got. Satan knows that. Mark chapter four. And these are they likewise, which is sown on stony ground, which who, when they heard the word, immediately receive it with what? Gladness. Hallelujah. Glory to God, pastor. But no root. And so endure before time afterwards when affliction and persecution arise, for the word's sake, immediately they're offended. I don't know whether you know it or not, but many times when you start believing God, it gets worse. It gets worse. And that's when some folk throw the towel in, say, I'm out. No, you can't do that. Keep the pressure on. Satan cannot stand pressure. He tries to give it, but he can't stand it. And these are they which are sown on among thorns, such as hear the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things, they enter in and they choke the word. And it becomes what? You're looking for fruit now. So notice the cares. As soon as you start here and start growing, all of a sudden, relative passes goes on transitions and you forget about the word start feeling so forth and so on. Now I understand now I, I understand people passing and so forth, but you can't let anything change the atmosphere in your heart. It's got to be full of faith. It's got to stay there. 
Next, 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 please. These are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some 30, glory to God, some 60 and some 100. Let's go to verse 26. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. If a man should cast seed into the ground, should sleep and rise night and day, well, the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that, the full corn in the ear. Hold that scripture right there, please. The earth bringeth forth fruit. What? Why didn't it say himself? Because we are the bride of Christ. He's got the seed. He's sowing the seed into your heart. You are the receiver. The woman is the receiver. And then when it grows up, she brings forth. Say amen to that. Are you ready to receive? Every Sunday I'm sowing the word. All you got to do is receive it. Don't let it go. Don't get into quarrels and arguments and bitterness and listening to corrupt communication, all of that. Don't let that get in there because what I've sown is going to grow up. And watch this. It's from heaven. Next verse, please. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately puts in a sickle because a harvest has come. And he said, whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or what comparison shall we compare it? He said, it is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, what happens? It grows up and what else? Becometh greater than all the herbs. Okay. So when the seed is sown, it's going to what? Grow up. So whatever you sow is going to what? Grow up. So I'm looking for some seed to grow up inside of me and produce some fruit. Say amen to this. Now, let's say people need healing. Well, need healing? Go get some healing what? Seed. All right? Now, people say, well, how is the word of God going to do anything? Let me ask you this. What made the tree or the plant that the medicine was made from? God did. Amen, right? Or who made it? God did. Am I right about that? In the beginning was the what? Word. So instead of going to the medicine, why don't I go to the word that may come on the medicine? And then I got no side effects. Let, let's try that. Let's try that again. <laughs> Are y'all following what I'm saying? See, God made it so that you can be independent of a system. Doesn't make any difference whether or not they've got somebody around or the physician is here and so forth. I'm not downing doctors. I'm just saying there is a way that you can live 
that you not only can get healed by the word, look what it says, Psalm 107, please, verse 20. Look, not only can you get healed by the word, it says here, he sent his word and what did it do? Heal them and what else? Deliver them from their destruction. Not only can you get healed by the word, watch it, but you can use the word to make it so you'll never get sick. Praise God. You can use the word. Getting healed is not God's best. But every virus, disease, and germ that touches your body dies instantly. Now you're talking. I said, now you're talking. Now, let me say this, because you're going into a country that they are living large. You're going into Canaan when I say that. You're going into Canaan, and in Canaan, they're giants. Giants have big houses. I felt a little dip when I said that, but that's, I'm going to keep going anyway. I'm going to go by faith, praise God. But what am I saying? There could be big problems that you're going to have to solve. Say amen. amen. But David did not quibble. He did not hesitate. He was not intimidated. See, because the enemy has tried to do some things with the church. He has tried to make it so that the church was intimidated by big things. In other words, also, he's tried to make it so that the church would bow to ungodliness. I want my tax money to go for things that are not against the principles that God told me to live by. I don't want my tax money to be used to finance abortions. Now I'm going to say it. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there, boy. I'm going to put it out there. That, that, ain't, that ain't what I'm all about. Now I'm not coming down on people because it's a system. Remember that. But I'm saying to you that boom, all of a sudden I pay my taxes and they take my taxes and do something ungodly with it. Or how about a bank? I said, well, I'm trying to start a bank. Next thing you know, pastors coming against me, people coming against me on that. Well, what are we going to do? Well, if you look up, I don't know what the number is now, but it was about uh, in one year's time, the church gave about up, I don't know, one, I don't know about Shonda, one point, I don't know, $8 billion or something like that and came into the church. Well, I'm saying if we can get all that money coming into the church and put it in our banks, watch this, and even get the float on it for next two or three days, we can fix the west side, watch this, borrowing no money, just fix it on the interest, on the money that's coming off of our money, say amen. But he can keep the church divided and just like Samson, he hung around with that woman so long until the next thing you know, he fell asleep and didn't know that the power left him. Why did the power leave him? He got too close to the world and the Holy Ghost can't dwell there. I'm just saying the next thing you know, here he is and the Philistines came on him, that's the world, and she said, the Philistines are on you, Samson. Well, before he would be able to just snap the, the strings or whatever he was bound with, but this time he tried to snap them and couldn't snap them and they took him 
What is the first thing they did with Samson? They put out his eyes. I'm saying the first thing that happens with the church when they walk in too close to the world is that they lose revelation. And if you lose revelation, you lose faith. Say amen. But I'm here to say restoration is coming to the church. Because the church is about to discover who they are. Come on what they have, come on, and how to get it. See, the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. And he has given that earth to the children of men. So the devil can't keep us out of anywhere. So I discovered all that revenue that they're making. Thank God they're making it. But one company, I won't call the name, got $250 billion in cash. Well, why don't they help us fix up this west side? Well, that's not their mission. Their mission is to raise the money. Our mission is to transfer the money. I believe this is a side over here. Now, he's not transferring it so you can get 59 Cadillacs. He's transferring it so you can, you can, you can fulfill his righteous cause. God's desire is that all be saved. Now, here's the good news, and I'm going to end with this. You are not coming into this earth to, to win the game. <laughs> Whatever you're up against, you're not just going to win it. Put the scripture up there, please. Exodus chapter 3, and I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, no, not by a mighty hand. Now, I know he's talking to Egypt here, but he might be talking to Shaquita. And look what it says. And I'll stretch out my hand and I'll smite the Egyptians with my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, what will he do? He's going to let you go. Watch it. And I will give to the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when you go, you will not go empty. Come on, help me. But every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that's old journey in her house, jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and raiment, and you shall put them on your sons and on your daughters, uh, and I shall spoil the Egyptians. So I'm not here to win. I'm here to break the house. I said, I'm not here to win. I'm here to break the house. Devil, I'm coming after you. I'm not here to take a little bit. I'm getting everything you got. I'm going to take back the people. I'm going to take back the property. I'm going to change back the laws. I'm going to do everything. I'm breaking the house. Now, if you with me, shout amen. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that powerful teaching. Well, today is offering day on the broadcast. Now, it's a time where we give you an opportunity to sow into this wonderful work which God is doing through this ministry. Now, here are a few points you might want to remember. One, that God never designed you and I to bear the weight of our own provision. Now, in the beginning, God himself provided for Adam and Eve 
in the garden. So that's why as you sow a seed, he multiplies the harvest back to you. Number two, God's plan to meet your need is through seed. Now, God thought of that. I, I didn't think of it. God th thought of that. And if you have a farmer, the way he gets a harvest is that he has to sow some seed. Now, we came to Chicago, this ministry, my wife and I and family, and we started this ministry with only $200. I mean, that's what we had. But look what the Lord has done. Why? Because as we do, did so, God brought in a harvest. And the Bible says in Psalm 115 and verse 14, it says, the Lord shall increase us more and more, us and our children. So we have a covenant promise from God that as we continue to invest in the kingdom, God will increase us more and more. Number three, God intends for you to be abundantly blessed. Why? So that you can be a blessing to others. That's what he has planned for our lives. So if you have your seed, I want to pray over it now. As we do pray over it and you sow this seed, Fully expect that need to be met. It might be you're sowing it and aiming it for maybe a loved one to be saved or, or maybe someone to be uh, delivered from some kind of addiction or sow, sow a seed for a building that you're trying to get or whatever, a promotion. Sow it for something. Just sow that seed and understand that God thought of this method. You and I didn't think of this. We're not trying to treat God any other way than how God himself has set up this thing to work. So as we sow the seed, fully expect a harvest to come back to you. So let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for all the viewing audience and those, Father, that you have placed to help support this ministry. We pray, Lord, that as this seed comes into this ministry, that according to the kingdom of God, you multiply it back. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men shall give it to their bosom. Father, bless them indeed, them and their families. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise God. Well, we thank you so much for watching our broadcast. Thank you also for your support. It is awesome. Thank you very much. We love you. This is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. Today's dynamic series, Facing the Giants, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order in the U.S., call 1-800-711-9327 or contact us online at BillWinston.org. This series will equip you with the spiritual and practical tools that you'll need to face and conquer those giants in your life. The giants of fear, the giants of failure and adversity standing in the way of your success. As an additional resource, today we offer a special bundle which includes Facing the Giants four-part series and Dr. Winston's book, Faith in the Blessing. In this book, Dr. Winston will impart to you a true understanding of what the blessing is and how it will work to bring the best of God into your life. Order this life-changing bundle today. Hello, this is Bill Winston. I'm inviting you to our annual business and leadership conference. This conference we've been having for years. It started out first when we had a man named Peter Daniels. He came and spoke to us about business and about leadership. It started then and it's still going now. We believe the unbelievable. We ought to be the greatest entrepreneurs in history. And I believe it's time for us to win again. I think it's time for us to take back the economics. Now I want to invite you, whether you come virtual or you're here in person, you gotta be here. This is gonna be on March the 25th and the 26th. Now we're gonna have speakers again 
that are going to be speaking on topics and giving you principles that can not only have you create businesses, but scale businesses quickly. Now, these businesses will bring in a sufficient amount of revenue that we can take part of that and lift the burden of suffering humanity. That's what it's all about in the kingdom, kingdom businesses. Now, God's growing these businesses because it's all for the kingdom, the good of the kingdom. Praise God. But we want you to be here. So again, that date is going to be March the 25th and the 26th. We're going to have various activities. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have just an exciting time. You've got to be here. Again, that's the Business and Leadership Conference. Our theme this year is Thy Kingdom Come. I want you to be here too. God bless you. Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith.